Welcome to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. My name is Scarlett V. Clark and I'm the founder and CEO of the UK's number one female empowerment organisation. I'm also a writer, internationally recognised speaker and high heel addict. Each week I choose a question you girls have sent in and share my best advice for you to start living as your most authentic, fearless selves. Come take this journey with me, a space for the unapologetically ambitious female. Hello Smart Girl Tribers, welcome back to the podcast where we discuss everything to build you up in life. Each week we give you all of the resources to lead an alternative life, one full of confidence, freedom and going after your passion. Today we are going to be talking about one of my favourite topics, travel. Travelling is my self-care. You may know 10 days ago I was in Greece. I have been travelling all over the UK since I have come back and in a couple of days time I'm going to be in Switzerland and then a couple of weeks time I'm going to be in Italy. It really is the one thing that makes me feel alive and vibrant. This is going to be a little different to what we normally talk about, no doubt, but as you might already know, I grew up in Italy, but I have lived all over the world. I have moved completely on my own to Rome, Barcelona, New York, Dublin and London, which is why I am pretty qualified to talk about moving abroad. I'm going to discuss my experiences, but I also want to share everything I wish I had known while there or before committing and also the stresses and challenges I had to endure when moving. So if you were thinking about moving abroad, this podcast is totally for you. If you have moved abroad, then again, totally for you. But even if you love where you are right now and just want to hear about my time, then enjoy. This will just be a natter really about all of the above and my personal experience. But if you do have any questions, do head on over to our Facebook group, The Smart Girl Tribe Society, which is our private space to ask questions and just be a really fab community. The beginning is probably the best place to start. I grew up in Italy because my parents wanted my brothers and I to learn a foreign language and experience a different culture. I grew up in rural Italy, so there would be six feet of snow every winter and we would spend it skiing or hiking and then in the summer I would go to the beach clubs with my friends and just hang out at their beach houses. I loved where I grew up. They are all my best friends to this day. I have stayed in touch with all of them and I still get to go back because my parents were out there. It did come with some sticky issues though. The language barrier to start, I once asked my teacher if I could borrow her bicycle rather than her pen. And the worst time, which still makes me cringe, was when I asked a boy if I could make his bed rather than have a tissue. And not to mention, in my entire school, I was the only blonde, which a lot of people wouldn't necessarily see as a bad thing, and I don't either, but I was very fair, very blonde, had freckles, and was in a sea of just dark-haired beauties. I definitely stood out and was noticed a lot quicker in a crowd because of that. But I learned so much about myself without sounding too cliche from that experience and it really has shaped me into being who I am today. So if you're thinking about moving or would want to one day, I would say absolutely go for it. You will change as a person, but you will become an even fuller person and will learn and experience so much about our world and the people in it. I like to say you will only gain from seeing how other people live and especially those who don't look or talk or work or 
act like you or believe in the same things that you do. You will meet people who have a whole different perspective on life and that's so beautiful. Even if you have a terrible time, if you do move abroad, you can always come back, but you will have learned something. Having said that, I have spoken about moving back to England and the culture shock I experienced in my Confidence podcast. So if you go back a few episodes, you can hear all about that. But to summarise, I had a rough time moving back to England and experienced a lot of challenges, but not necessarily ones from just moving abroad. So I'm going to skip this part and head to my university years. I studied advanced languages and European studies at university. See, that's another thing. If I hadn't had lived abroad in Italy, I might not even have pursued that. So you never know how much living abroad is going to help you or help move your life forward. Now, it was required for my course to take a year abroad to live elsewhere. I was going to go to Spain, but I was desperate to get into journalism and there was a fantastic course in Rome. So I decided to head back to Italy, to Rome. My gosh, though, I really, really didn't want to. And I don't mean an acute, oh, how life is terrible for me. I have to move to Rome kind of way. I mean, I was having panic attacks all the time in the three months leading up to the move. I was crying in restaurants, begging my parents to say I didn't have to do it. I didn't even look for an apartment until two days before I actually moved out there. I was not into it. I was worried, scared. And the primary reason was because I felt so settled in my uni life. I didn't want to disrupt that. Now, I landed on the 3rd of October. I had a taxi book to take me to my apartment that I finally found after, you know, putting it off for so long. And we were driving all throughout Rome to get there. And I saw the Trevi and the Colosseum, the parks, the windy roads. It was just the most magical place. And that evening, I met my housemate and we went out in Rome for an ice cream. And this was October. I hadn't settled and I did feel the same, but there were a few things that massively helped me. Now a word about our amazing sponsor. A badass female entrepreneur, Casey Rossi, is a holistic business coach and founder of Women Developing Brilliance. Casey is a holistic business mentor, helping solopreneurs build their businesses from the ground up. Her one-on-one coaching will maximize your business and optimize your income. Are you stuck in your head? prone to self-doubt and over-analyzing everything, Casey can help you step into leadership and accelerate your dream. Casey has been published in the Thrive Global, the Alliance for International Aromatherapists and the International Journal of Professional Holistic Aromatherapy. Help more people work less hours and live abundantly at www.caseyrossi.com or on Instagram and Facebook, the links being www.facebook.com forward slash Casey Rossi Inc. and www.instagram.com forward slash my.coach.kc. I wrote a list on the plane three things that I would look forward to in Rome. I didn't mention as well that my friend from university was living with me in Rome and that was a massive help. If you can find a buddy to go through the experience with you, then that can really help you. And the other thing is when I got there, I unpacked straight away and put all of my things out so I never felt like Rome was just swallowing me up. That way I really started to feel that it was just becoming a bit more homely. 
Rome, on the whole, hands down, was the best experience of my life. I was there for a year, completely surprised myself. It was phenomenal. I had so much fun and really fully grasped that entire experience. I definitely went back to England after as a changed person, as did all of my friends from my year abroad. And what I can really say is if you do have a year abroad coming up, or if you're worried about a gap year, then I 1 million percent understand. I was the weeping girl for months and months leading up to it. And I was so anti the idea. But the best advice I would give you would be have a buddy. If you haven't or aren't going out with a friend, then research local hostels that speak your language, maybe book a couple of nights there to meet people, or even research expat groups, people from your country, and even solo traveling groups or meetups or apps. Anything you are feeling or thinking is never something new in this world. Someone else has gone through the same. So go out and find your tribe, find your people. Another tip would be to get a job. I was after a job in Rome and I spent the first week trialing at different places. I was a PR girl for an evening. I worked in an ice cream parlor for an afternoon. I interviewed to be a waitress. In the end, I became a freelance private English tutor and it was fantastic for me because that way I met new people, real Italians who could advise me on places to go, things to go and see and it also meant that I wasn't a poor student abroad which has definitely helped you know since because I was able to save a lot it meant I could save and spend. It was pretty much the same afterwards when I moved to Barcelona. It wasn't for as long but I had a job as an English teacher again and getting a job is so much more than just money when you're abroad. You mix with the locals, you have a rock in this new city if you need it. It really is so beneficial and especially if you're moving permanently it gets harder as you get older because when you want to live the life that you want, you want to have all of your items with you, but luggage costs, travel costs, it costs to ship anything over, you need some backup money for your life. Another thing to mention here would just be admin. I lived in Rome for a lot longer than Barcelona, so things like visas, insurance, having a national insurance number, paying rent, that was a pretty long and hefty process, and things did go wrong quite frequently actually in Italy. So don't underestimate how much work is involved or how much you're going to have to do when you get to that country. My friend living with me in Rome had so many meetings at the embassy and just all sorts of things. So if you have to go through that, then don't worry, you're not alone. So many people have to as well. Another thing was I missed really odd things. In both countries, Italy and Spain, I missed British tea and I missed boots. There isn't a convenience store out there like that, or there wasn't at the time. Just things like that. And also I had like a regular person in England do my eyebrows and then I had to hunt one down in both Italy and Spain. So if you are about to move abroad, whether that be for a gap year or a year abroad, or maybe you're going out there permanently, you are going to have to go through some growing pains. My best advice would be 
don't see it as a calling to go back home, even for a visit. Otherwise, you'll be at square one as soon as you come back. My friend found a brilliant international store in Italy to get porridge. And I know that really helped her emotionally. So just see it and think, okay, this is fine. These things aren't here now rather than missing out on this new and wonderful country embrace it and if you really don't like the new things maybe pack some home comforts before you go fast forward a few years after graduation i really wanted to launch smart girl tribe properly and see where it would take me everyone said though that it wouldn't work it wouldn't happen and it was just a hobby and stupidly i listened and I got a job in PR. It was a fantastic job, you know, a brilliant company, but I lasted three weeks and one hour. I stood there in charge of an event, my first event, and just thought, this isn't what I am meant to be doing. So I quit politely and booked a flight to New York. And this is really where the magic kind of happened for me. I had no job set up, no apartment, I knew nobody, yet I booked it to move out there and live happily ever after. So some advice before taking the leap. I think being so naive really helped me move. I didn't overthink it, I just went. And as a whole, it was a real game changer for me. So even though it's tempting, you know, letting your adult self stop you because you have to be responsible, it sounds really daft, but you almost need to let adulthood go. I suddenly went to New York, I went for it and I know a lot of people would say, oh you know, I don't have the funds to. I didn't either. I put all of my money away and aside and I had every reason to not go. I wasn't in any more of a privileged position than where you are right now and I should probably say, hey, be realistic but I don't want to. If you want something to happen, you're going to either find a way or find an excuse. I made New York happen because that's how badly I wanted it. And if you want to move somewhere that badly, you'll find the will and a thousand ways to as well. The thing to touch on though is relationships. It's all well and good thinking about jobs and money and the admin you'll have to do out there, but jobs and money, let's be honest, are everywhere. Partners, significant others, not so much. So let's get on to talking about moving while in a relationship. First of all, there is a difference between being the girl or guy moving and being left while your boyfriend or girlfriend just partner moves. I saw during the year abroad, a lot of couples breaking up because they couldn't handle it not seeing each other and I get it but I also saw a lot of couples who became so much stronger because of it and who came back and got engaged and are now living life as awesome couples awesome married couples I was the one moving in this case moving to New York had always been my dream so I communicated this to my then boyfriend one suggestion would be don't necessarily lay down a ton of rules that you both have to abide by. We had one in particular, it was a pact that we would Skype every Sunday for the whole morning and that we would involve each other in each other's lives still as much as we could because 
that's the thing if you're the one moving don't think that person is going to suddenly lead this really boring life without you it's a time for them to invest in themselves and develop personally as well we really included each other and i made a really special effort to make sure he was the first one who heard any good news from me like when i got a job there things like that and also have a date already set up before you move or before that person moves for when you are going to see each other again either them visiting or you going back so i think communication is key you obviously have to be a strong couple to go through something like this but it is really worth it it did make us stronger but don't get me wrong, there were some really hard times. Of course, I was out there for Christmas and I remember being really upset because I felt so alone because I wasn't experiencing my family traditions. But if it's important for you to move, then your partner obviously should be able to help you with that and going out there and you shouldn't see it as you moving and them staying, but rather you both coming together to succeed in fulfilling this dream of yours it's really important for your growth to be able to take the leap if it's that important to you because obviously even as a couple you're going to have to be able to handle life situations as tough as this one now i did just mention the job a little that i got out there securing a job if you're moving permanently is obviously a must and also one of the biggest things I would say is find out how secure the new position is going to be. Do try and set up something before you get out there if you can, or at least set up some meetings maybe before you go and definitely have work contacts before you go out there. Talk to maybe everyone you know, put something out on social media just in case someone knows someone who knows someone and talk to people at work if you're currently working, see if they have an office abroad, but definitely do some research and dip your toes in the water before you go. I mean, I moved to New York completely blind and figured it out when I was there. So it's absolutely not impossible. And I wouldn't have changed my situation because I did find a job and it was an incredible one. And I was able to keep it because it was a freelance writing position at this big company. But I wouldn't necessarily recommend winging it like that. One thing in particular that is crucial when moving is making friends. And don't underestimate how crucial that is. I have a soul sister in my New York pal. And obviously, I'm not going to mention her name on here. But if you are on my Instagram, you'll know straight away. And she introduced me to a ton of people who have stayed in touch with me since. Meeting people with different life experiences to you is only going to make for an interesting and fun time. I mean, I have had cocktails on a Manhattan rooftop. I've been to see the Knicks in Madison Square Garden, been to a ton of American Thanksgivings and the traditional kind as well. And this all came because of kindness in a friend. So I would urge anyone in a new city, a new town to get out there and find your people, find your tribe. The quote I'm leaving with you today is, happiness doesn't just have one address. This was, as I said, a natter. I have travelled and lived all over the world. I am who I am because of it. You are only going to learn and gain by moving. So do it. Just 
do it. There are so many special places to be discovered by your eyes and so many friends who haven't had the pleasure of meeting you yet. So please go if you have been thinking about it. It is tough and it is hard, but it's one life experience you will never be able to replicate otherwise. There is always a job available and money available and there are always friends wherever you go. It's thanks to Rome, now I'm a half decent cook. Thanks to Barcelona that I'm now fluent in Spanish. And thanks to New York that my career is as flourishing as it is because it's really there that made me step up the pace and up my game. Travel is my absolute drug, so I sincerely hope you have enjoyed listening to me and just some top tips and tricks if you want to move. Again, I will happily answer any question you have, any query, any doubt. You can either DM me over on Instagram, scarlet underscore Victoria underscore Clark, or you can always get in touch via the Facebook group, The Smart Girl Tribe Society. We are all here for you. We are all rooting for you and backing you. So have no fear, do get in touch. And I sincerely hope that you start tagging me in some moving away pictures or some holiday travel snaps. On a serious note though, thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. It is an amazing way for us to connect with you and I really feel like we are building this incredible community. Please go ahead and subscribe or leave a brilliant review. I'd love to go through them and see what you really think and I will see you back here next week, Wednesday at 6pm. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. You really are the reason I do everything I do. This is for you to help answer those tough questions and have a place of community. So come and hang with us over on socials. Smart Girl Tribe is the handle. You can meet new friends, network, find someone who could help you, or even share what you thought about the podcast, as well as our main articles helping you thrive in career and life. www.smartgirltribe.com And always remember, you are enough, you are beautiful, you are unique, and you are worthy. Thank you, Smart Girl Tribers. Now girls, you know I'm completely honest in all of my recommendations, so make sure you go and check out Casey Rossi. You can find her at www.caseyrossi.com. I can vouch, she is a force to be reckoned with. She has helped me so much and I know without a shadow of a doubt how much she can help you too.